हेलो एवरीबॉडी वेलकम टू आवर पॉडकास्ट गीता मंत्रा फॉर सक्सेस टुडे वी विल स्टार्ट विद द फर्स्ट चैप्टर ऑफ द भगवत गीता सो हाउ डू यू वांट टू टेक इट फॉरवर्ड बिफोर वी मूव टू द फर्स्ट चैप्टर लेट्स टॉक अबाउट द प्रमेस ऑफ द गीता व्हिच इज ग्रीड डिजायर बिकॉज़ इट ऑल स्टार्टेड बिकॉज़ ऑफ समवन्स ग्रीड करेक्ट राइट राइट सो टुडे द टॉपिक विल बी ग्रीड दैट्स ईडी Greed is bad. We all know it. End of podcast. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Greed. Okay. Uh, let's get it right. Whenever we say the word greed, everyone knows that it has a negative meaning. Even that story of that greedy king who who turned whatever he touched, including his own daughter, into gold. Oh, you're talking about the Greek mythology, Midas touch. Yes. But um, you know, Midas touch is actually considered fortunate, especially in the business world. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. someone is said to have the Midas touch uh-huh. when they can't seem to fail and okay. actually most people would love to have the Midas touch. Exactly. So so that's what I'm trying to say. And on one side, we are quick at telling that greed is wrong mm-hmm. uh, and that but at the same time we all desire for that touch, the Midas touch. So those are kind of conflicting viewpoints. So you know, I want to debate or contemplate if the desire is indeed wrong that, that's how i want to start like hmm. what, what do you think <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the wall street uh, the movie uh, wall street uh, where uh, michael douglas plays the character gordon gecko oh no 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 i don't want to go as far as gecko's character in that movie i mean that is okay. wall street let's let's not go there but yeah that reminds me he has one dialogue in that movie he says something like greed greed is god or good something he says greed is good greed is good right uh, something to that point and he he explains how human desire captures the essence of our evolution if right. you remember I, i don't think desire or greed should be associated with money only i think if we do not desire a good life or love or or even knowledge i mean what is the use of that life humans evolve because of their desire right uh, or else we would just be happy being a caveman Mm. Um, desire is an effective strategy to prosper in life. Okay. But, uh, Let me hear where you're going with this because mm-hmm. I thought this is going to be an easy topic about greed but <laughs> go on I'll let you complete. Yeah. No, it's not an easy topic actually. Greed is actually quite a complex topic because it's a very complex emotion at least you agree that, right? Okay. Yeah. Whenever we speak about the Bhagavad Gita or even those Buddhist teachings, they pretty much keep reminding us that desire is our biggest uh, enemy. Right. that sounds about right how can we progress in life if we do not have any desire hmm so, i think you're confusing between ambition and greed really yes it is mm. good to have goals and drive mm. it is good to think of progress but there is a fine line between ambition and greed i generally distinguish desire or greed mm. into two categories mm mm one is creative mm. or you can say the positive way which could be the dream or the ambition mm. and the other one is a destructive one mm. being ambitious is good it motivates one to be innovative mm. if somebody let's say i dream about owning a company mm. and to make my dream come true i'm willing to put in the work and work hard mm. that's a good sign okay mm. but 
you know, destructive greed is a little different. And I think that's what the uh, Krishna and Bhagavad Gita or Buddha are trying to make us aware of or be cognizant of. So you remember the 99 Club story, right? Which one? I don't remember. Okay. So let me just tell you. It's a quick story, but uh. it's I think it has a good moral. Uh. So there's a king uh. and obviously being a king, he's like super rich uh. and leads a luxurious lifestyle. Mm-mm. But he's pretty much unhappy. Okay. One day he notices one of his servants Mm. singing happily and the mm. king is mm. like how are you so happy yeah and the servant is like uh, i don't have a lot of needs okay. i just need a roof on roof for my head uh, and some you know food warm food and i'm happy so the king that- is not convinced so he asks his advisor mm. hey what's the deal with this guy <laughs> and uh, the, the advisor is like your majesty the your servant has not passed the 99 club he's like 99 club uh. what is that uh. so he's like okay what we'll do is, Your Majesty, we will place 99 gold coins mm. in a bag and we'll place it outside his doorstep mm. and just watch what happens. Okay. The king is like, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm curious. <laughs> let's make it happen. And he tells some of his guys, hey, go place a bag with 99 gold coins. Uh-huh. Okay. And they do that. So the servant, he opens the door in the morning and he sees a bag. He's like, okay, there's a bag outside my uh, door. Uh-huh. And he opens the bag and he sees gold coins. He looks around to see if it is somebody, uh-huh. but he counts it. Uh-huh. He starts counting his happy and he's counting one, two, three. Then he reaches 99. Mm. His happiness actually kind of turns. You'll think, why? He didn't have anything. He has 99. Now he should be happy. But his focus is like, there should technically have been 100. I think one is missing and he's busy looking for that one coin. And he's no more the happy person. Uh. Then the advisor is like, see, your majesty has officially joined the 99 club. What, what does that mean? Like, so the 99 Club is technically a club of people who have enough to be happy, but oh, they're never content. Ah, they're always unhappy about that extra one that they do not ah, have. Not everything that they have, <laughs> but that extra one that they do not have. Oh, this is a good story. You're a good storyteller. Oh, thank you. It's thank a you. good story. We forget to be grateful for what we have. I think we are more worried about what we don't have right yeah and i guess that's the root cause of our misery okay Mm -hmm. now that we have kind of distinguished between the creative and destructive greed Mm. let's go back to the first chapter of the bhagavad gita and i'll let you say okay where how it starts and you know just paint a picture okay the first chapter uh, it starts with uh, king dhritarashtra right uh, inquiring about the war you know who, who Dhritarashtra was, right? Right, right. He was the father of the Kauravas. I mean, especially Duryodhana and mm. his other 99 sons mm. and uncle of the Pandavas. Okay, yeah. go on. Yeah, yeah. First verse of the first chapter, mm. it actually starts with King Dhritarashtra asking his advisor, uh, Sanjay, about the war. Uh, Sanjay had received some supernatural power. Uh, and he could see whatever was happening in the war. Just one question. Yeah, yeah. I think Sanjay actually heard the whole Bhagavad Gita as Krishna was delivering to Arjuna, right? Yes, yes. As Krishna was advising Arjuna, Sanjay too uh, listened to Krishna. And he narrated that to Dhritarashtra. These three men were the first ones to hear the wisdom of Gita. Arjuna got the message and, and Dhritarashtra did not get it. And what about uh, the narrator, Sanjay? I think he got it, uh, but he does not express his op- opinion throughout. He is very unbiased. He's an, he just says whatever he 
is he is he's more like a news anchor of older times older times yeah he did his job by giving news not his opinion contemporary journalist can learn a lot from sunset okay so not like uh, fake news or no, left no, leaning no. right leaning no 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 there was no left leaning or no right leaning no agenda no 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 okay. sanjay he doesn't show any uh, you know he, we we don't know if he's favoring korobas or pandavas he's just being neutral very neutral very Great. neutral Go yeah on. So let's go get back to the Bhagavad Gita up to 18 or 19 verses we see Duryodhana talking mm-hmm. only in verse 20 of the first chapter Arjuna asks Krishna to take his chariot in between two armies mm-hmm. and and then he expresses his doubt about the war and the and after that it's a whole conversation between Krishna and Arjuna after and all other characters of Mahabharata disappear so so the reality is the Bhagavad Gita starts with Duryodhana okay go um, on that's why it's crucial to speak about the character of Duryodhana again Duryodhana was the son of king Dhritarashtra right uh, he wanted to be the king of Hastinapur right, uh, right. so did Yudhishthir which was the elder pandava brothers king Dhritarashtra he did not want any conflict between these two cousins pandavas and kauravas So he you know in the beginning he actually divided the the country into two. Mm. Uh he gave that prosperous land Hastinapur to his son uh, Duryodhan mm. and some barren land to his nephews. So obviously right. Pandavas were not happy with such treatment but they accepted their uncle's offer they worked hard and they they kind of thrived in that barren land. So Right and I think you know had it stopped there uh you know Kauravas had no they had hastinapur and pandavas got indraprastha i think that was still an acceptable bargain yeah uh, let me just stop you for a minute here okay. uh, duryodhana i mean obviously had a lot of entitlement issues what he he had entitlement mentality right Why? he wanted to be the king uh-huh. if you remember the story of mahabharata mm-hmm. hastinapur had a counseling like the jedi council mm-hmm. so where people used to come along and kings were selected like in bahubali Mm-mm. and bahubali. They, yeah <laughs> they have you know they have tests they have skills mm. based on people's merit and their qualification Mm-mm. you you know are selected i mean you still have to be of a kind of royal birth mm. but it was not a birth right that oh you were born to this person so you would be and you know the eldest pandavas yudhishthira he mm-hmm. had actually passed all the tests Mm-hmm. he was more qualified yeah, than yeah. duryodhana mm-hmm. but uh, duryodhana was like felt really entitled to the throne and that was the problem he said hey i think i deserve the kingdom and should i be handed over to him hmm so you call it an enti- entitled mentality of course of course he did not want to work for it even during the war he was relying on everybody else to fight for him right thorns Uh, Bhishma he taunts his teacher Drona mm. and he says they should fight and win the battle for him he asks his best friend Karna to do the same mm. he never speaks about himself winning the war because always you do it for me and give it to me because hey win it for me because this is what i deserve that's pretty much his uh, attitude hmm very interesting yeah i mean he always demanded others to do things for him mm. that actually reminds me even in that court uh during the dice game he actually ordered his brother dushashan to go and bring draupadi to the court also the game was played by his uncle shakuni he was just ah, sitting there oh my god yeah and so it's always others who committed crimes or sins whatever on his behalf everyone good people bad people right. he, they entertain such a spoiled brat and one thing and the other <laughs> led to that war Makes sense, and eventually he died because of his own arrogance and entitled uh, mindset. Uh, but he was a very jealous man. Yeah. Usually, entitled people are shallow and jealous. That's usually how it works. Really? Why? Why so? 
because they are lazy they don't want to do the work they just want others to save them i mean serve them on their plate mm. see the people who are usually willing to work they're busy working mm. they're not petty they're not looking at who's doing what mm. they don't have time to get jealous entitled people on the other hand are mm. lazy mm. and they're always victims in their own mind not in reality in their own mind mm-hmm. in their mind they are like i deserve success it's about me i need to get everything but mm-hmm. i don't want to work for it hmm. and of course we can't get everything in real life so they end up being envious and jealous and unhappy of course of yeah. course yeah 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 i mean durudan was very jealous man he could not see pandav as happy it was always about him right right uh he he just did not want to share he wanted everything that pandavas had i mean you know come to think of it uh, he had already taken everything from the pandavas he had taken their kingdom he had already insulted their wife in the court uh, he had sent them to the jungle but he, he was still not very happy he, of course uh, i mean he was not even close to happy how can he be happy huh there's no way we can get everything in life right mm. so for example mm. let me just side track mm. I watched Narcos on mm. Netflix. It's a great great show, but it's about these uh, drug mafia mm-hmm. mostly starting in Colombia. Mm-hmm. So we're talking mostly about uh, Pablo Escobar and the other people at that time. Mm-hmm. So they were smart people but ruthless. Okay. They knew how to run a global business, illegal business, but yeah. still it was a global business. Uh-huh. But they all meet their downfall. And as you watch the show, you can see how they are messing it up and how they are making it worse and worse, mm-hmm. and it is going to end up, uh, you know, in their downfall mm-hmm. they just want to steal and had total disregard for other people mm-hmm. and it was greed and envy at the highest level and they are smart people in the being they they are smart ruthless a little crazy everything but yeah you mean that's pretty much it but envy and greed at a very different level hmm. but you are talking about immoral people right you, they run illegal businesses so so basically even if you are in a legal business are you telling me you are as bad as those those dons if you steal from others no so let me just stop for a second in yeah. narcos see they're killing people for their own benefit it was all about greed 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 but stealing is bad regardless whether it's in legal business uh see narcos was the highest level of craziness in murder we're not talking about that but stealing is stealing it's bad regardless mm-hmm. but being greedy is more of a loss for you than others Hmm. That's a lot of wisdom for today, I think. Uh, <laughs> yes, okay. So let's go back to the the topic of the podcast. So we'll go about the fine line between ambition and greed. Uh-huh. Greed is when you start stealing from others for your own benefit. Shall we kind of agree with that and go on? Yeah, let's okay, let's let's on. agree. Let's. So so I guess that's how the Bhagavad Gita starts. I mean, Duryodhan mm-hmm. always wanted to steal from Pandavas. uh again as i said earlier it opens with an inquiry from dhritarashtra asking sanjay about the events unfolding at the battlefield right uh and through uh, sanjay's uh, narration readers are introduced to duryodhana's selfish nature mm-hmm. and once the geeta establishes uh, duryodhana's character it moves to uh, krishna's role as a charioter great uh, great so you know and then I think uh, we should kind of slow down. I think this is enough information to process for people for today. Mm-hmm. We will discuss Krishna's role as a charioter maybe in our next podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I just take like a minute and just summarize kind okay. of what we discussed? Mm-hmm. So pretty much what we said was hey, there is creative greed and destructive greed or desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, creative desire, I mean, which also is kind of like ambition, dream is good and it 
kind of is necessary to excel in life. It makes us innovative, creative. Yeah. Uh, we want to progress, but we also lift other people along the way. Then there is destructive greed. Mm. We're always thinking about what we don't have. Mm. We want what others have. We mm. feel entitled. We are jealous. Mm. We are selfish mm-hmm. because we don't care about others as long as we get what we want. Mm-hmm. Right. And that leads to being unhappy and miserable because of the entitled mindset. Yep. So here is the mantra for success today. This podcast is, there, is called Gita Mantra for Success. So mm. we thought we'll at least give... One mantra for today. Okay. Successful people have a sense of gratitude mm-hmm. and unsuccessful people have a sense of entitlement. That's a good one. I love it. Thank you. But you forgot the bigger lesson uh, from your 99 Club story. <laughs> Go on. Um, be grateful for what you have instead of worrying about what you do not have. Perfect. I Perfect. love it. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's end here today. And in our next episode, we'll talk about Krishna's role as a charioteer. Yeah. And I think there's some interesting stories about about that as well. Until then, stay tuned and we'll be back soon. Thank you. Oh, thank you.